The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. You don't want to miss In the Blender with Brandon and Malin Hyman, where faith, family, finance, fellowship, and fitness is our focus. So get ready for your family to be launched into another stratosphere. You're tuning in to the dynamic broadcast of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. Well, good evening. We want to welcome you to In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. And I'll tell you guys, we are excited. As you can see, we have uh, some guests with us on tonight. (laughs) You do not want to miss one second, not one minute. You don't one want to second. miss one second. This couple is a phenomenal couple, awesome couple. We've been knowing them for quite some time. And I tell you guys, you're going to enjoy their story. Uh, I mean, in I every, every area of life, they are knocking it out the box. And we are just so honored that they will grace us with this opportunity to share their lives within the blender. So we want to introduce to you guys the lasses. Go ahead, baby. Um, we don't let them, they gonna introduce them on We're gonna let them go ahead and tell us about them. Each one of y'all take a turn, tell us a little bit about yourself and then we're gonna jump right on in. All right, all right. So good evening, everyone. Blessings to everyone out there. My name is Melissa Latson and I am, well, we live in the Raleigh, North Carolina area um, at the moment. I'm originally from South Carolina. You might can tell my little accent, you know, a little <laughs> no, I keep my words for a long time when I say them. I drag my words out a little bit. I got a country girl too, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Um, introduce yourself. My name is Governor, and uh, like Sparge said, we live in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Um, I'm still working right now in Washington, D.C., um, but once I retire in September, I will be moving back down to Raleigh, North Carolina with my wife or anything. And um, my original hometown is from Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Oh. Yeah, so where my roots from, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. I got a lot of siblings down there, a lot of cousins in there. Um, yeah, so that's why I decided um, once I retired to move back to North Carolina. Yeah, and I te- I'm a teacher. I'm a DCPS teacher, so I'm still teaching I'm from home at the moment. And I'm, on, I, I'm on vacation right now. So we yeah. <laughs> vacation getaway because it's my birthday. <laughs> so Melissa, with that um being a teacher in DC, once they go back to school, how would that work for you? I would be connected in the North Carolina area. So I'm just oh. waiting for the DCPS to be over in June and everything is already set up. My hiring process already set up in North Carolina. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. That's awesome, awesome. It's okay, baby, start off. All right, so we're going to go ahead. Um, We want you guys to tell us um, from the beginning, how did you all meet? Let everyone know how you met. Okay. Um, Actually, I was a third wheel that night. You know, um, my girlfriend asked me to go out with her and her friend. I was like, girl, I'm not going with you. What about going a third wheel? I don't have no date, you know. <laughs> but anyway, she persuaded me to go with her that night. To um, It was a Black Caucus event, actually, downtown, in the hotel downtown. So it was a Black Caucus event. So I went with her that night. Um, we had fun. I was on the floor dancing, feet hurting and everything. So I decided, you know, to sit down for a minute and guess who came over trying to talk to me? (laughs) 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 So it started from, it started from there. We, um, we talked, you know, we exchanged business cards that night and, um, we, you know, we did the follow up, you know, and um, it was like maybe like nine months or a year before we actually even went on a date. Wow. Talking on the phone. Yeah, because, you know, the latest. OK, I, I want the latest to relate to this. OK, because sometimes, ladies, we can find 
little pieces, any little thing that uh, take us away from liking a man. And sometimes that might be the man for us. You know, we nitpick and it's okay to be picky. Don't get me wrong. It's okay to be picky to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Everyone is picky in certain things. Um, so I just, with governor, I mean, I didn't like the conversation. He didn't have a good conversation. I didn't even like his voice on the phone. I'm just, you know, I, I like to be real. I like to keep it real. And I was like, what? Like, not like his voice. What am I? How? I almost missed my blessing. Almost missed my blessing for me being picky, trying to find something, you know, that I ain't like, you know. So, yeah. So that's why I say you can be picky to a certain extent, you know. And like I said, he ain't have no conversation to me. Not the conversation I was used to, but not knowing he had the best conversation, what I needed. There you have it. That's how it was. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, what? We've been going on for what? That's back in 20, 2010. 2010. 2010. Yeah. It was in 2010. Yep. So yeah, she, she, look, she looked good, Nathan. And I was there also there. <laughs> I was doing <laughs> And my friend was doing his uh, his own thing. And I was doing my own thing. And, uh, but his own, her own thing, and, she, and I was doing my own thing. So I was running around talking to people, and I started seeing, I seen y'all seen Melissa. Now I ain't know her name then, but I seen her. She was dancing and everything. And I was checking her out, and uh, <laughs> and I, Look, I, you I, heard what he said. His friend was doing her yeah, own yeah, thing, so thing. he yeah. came with somebody, I came right? Date, I came with so friend. You, you friend heard thing. that right? You peeped that right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't even know. I didn't know he was with nobody. I was. I wasn't looking for no. Marriage, not like that. I was looking for us people hang out, have fun, anything at the Congressional Black Caucus. And like she said, um, we, uh, uh, put aside, we talked for a long time I think two or three hours, uh, so like they talked two or three hours. And I forgot what I was saying to her, but I'm just talking, you don't talk and stuff like that, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, like I said, we changed numbers, changed cars. Like, she said, like nine months later, she ended up calling me in contact with me. I'm took it so long. I don't know why. <laughs> no, he had, he had called. He was calling me, and I got my number changed right. for yeah, some, yeah. some reason. I got my number changed, and I was having my first event, my mm -hmm. nonprofit. I had it at the church, actually, Spirit of Faith Church. It was my first event. They okay. called there. She was my guest speaker, so I was going through my business cards, and I came across his business mm -hmm. card, and mm -hmm. I was like, "Hey, I'm having my first nonprofit event. Would you come like come and support me?" You know, and then he was like. Wait a minute. He said, I said, you remember me? He said, oh, I said, yeah, I got my number changed. This is my new number. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so then, you know he had my new number. So he started calling me and yeah. he asked to take me out. And I said, let me go ahead and let him take me out, you know, so let's see how it goes. And we had a great conversation, a great. And I was, that was history then. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. When did you all um, get married? We did. We did. In fact, we did what the pastor did. You know what I'm saying? Pastor did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Do that. You know, yeah. we um we went to Justice the Peace first. Okay. Yeah. Man. Uh on September 30th. September 30th. Yeah. And then we got uh because we didn't want the thing of shacking the thing to get like that. We didn't want to do that because I didn't believe in that shacking and stuff like that. I say we're gonna do this right, we're not gonna do it at all. You know, so we mm -hmm. um say that is oh uh, so we I think we lived together maybe about six months. I okay. said we're gonna do this right or we'll do it. I mean, I do do this all. So we say it's gonna get married or we're gonna just you go your way, I go my way. I can't, I can't do the shacking thing because I don't really believe in that shacking, long-term shacking and stuff like that. You know, maybe for a short period of time, but not for not, not for a long period of time. So, so we yeah. ended up going to the Justice of the Peace. With the Justice of the Peace in 2013. 2013. Okay. 2013. Okay. 2013 and yeah. something like that. And then we had a um, big wedding ceremony for our friends and family. Yeah. yeah. So then. Yeah, they. I mean, they Who didn't. Know we were already married. They, <laughs> yeah, they didn't know we was already married. Yeah. We had the big old weddings. <laughs> you, 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 ain't, you ain't miss. I was messing with you. I said, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, listen, man. I, I, I love it. You know, and I just, I think about when I first got introduced to you guys, and it just, it just was something about you. Just was so. Uh, authentic and so pure, and I, I love those type of relationships. Mm. They're, they're, I'm the type of person that I'm open to learn from anybody, mm -hmm. and I'm open to glean from anybody. And, and although we had some years, or we had years on a lot of people that we encountered, 
I'm always looking to see what I can glean from someone else's relationship. Oh, that's good. You, guys, you, that's you guys have the goods. And so, again, we're excited to have you guys. Uh, how many children do you have? Woo. Seven. We have seven kids. Then we got six grandkids and it's growing, Brandon. Wow. I said, whoa, look around. I said, whoa. I'm telling my wife, I said, hey, we got seven kids. I said, if each one of them have two, we're going to have 14 grandkids. <laughs> That's a lot of kids now. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, so seven how, kids. how many did y'all bring into the marriage? Who? How many did you have, Melissa? And how many did you have, Governor? I had three. Three girls. And oh, I have four boys. And wow. I was like, we the Brady Bunch plus one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yes. four Interesting. Boys, I didn't know that. I knew, I knew Melissa had three daughters, but I didn't know you had four sons. Four mm-hmm. sons, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Big family. So the people ask me, how many kids you guys? I got, I got seven kids. So seven. Yes, seven kids. Okay. And so are, are they all grown now or? But well, you got one left. He's a senior in high school. Okay. One, one senior, mm-hmm. senior in high school. Maybe 18. In July. July. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so that's do all of the kids have kids? Well, with the exception of him. So do all of the children have children? No. No. Okay. No. 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 Um, I think the oldest son mm-hmm. and the oldest daughter and the middle son has um, the kids. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah we got four and one doesn't have any children. Yeah. She's like, I got enough nieces and nephews. I'm good right now. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> so, so let me ask you this question. So you both were successful in business. You both were successful in your own careers. A lot of times I, I found that people that have personal success don't really value or consider counseling. How important was counseling for you guys if you engaged in counseling? For me, it's very important. Counseling, like like Elder Darren, he's my he's my counselor. Okay, Darren, he's my counselor. So I would talk to him. In fact, he's in my five five, my five five anything. I would talk to him. But I need counsel about anything, so I talk to Darren anything. So counsel is very important because it takes some things that you want to learn, things you didn't know, things you did know, and things how you can make it better. A good example is is one of my our son, uh, our son uh, George. He was about to get married, anything, and I said, "Son, before you say I do, you know, I want you to go through counseling first. It's about six months long, and then, you, then you'll know if you're ready to get married." And I'm glad he listened to me too, son. It's not. It's that's nothing bad or like that. Just, just try and see if you see and see how it works. Anything. Both of you, your, your fiance, go through counseling together. Not just you. Both of you go together and see if y'all are ready for marriage. And because you're still young, you're only like you're like 22 years old, 23 years old. Wow. Okay. Well, I said, because you have a child, don't mean you want to get married right away. You ain't got to do that. Your main responsibility is to take care of your daughter. That's the main responsibility. And anything. Um, so they went through counseling. And, I'm, and he said, Dad, we went through counseling about for, for three months. And he said, Dad, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. We're not ready yet. For, we're not ready for marriage. Yeah. I said, Wow. See what I'm saying? Because some you say I do, you don't want to turn that back and don't turn it back to us separating or divorce like that. Because you don't want to do that. He said, Dad, I'm glad I went to this counseling. He told me to go through the counseling. And we both went together. And we, we did three months of like he said. And he said, But what's ready? You know, that, that's what I said. That's to me, counseling, pre months. Pre-counseling is very important for anybody. Mm-hmm. And it was so important for us, too, because it wasn't like we was having issues. But when we, you know, we talked about it, we knew how to resolve it when we did have, if the issues did come up, mm-hmm. you know. So it was definitely important to us. You know, and, and I, I, you know, I'm a, a huge proponent for counseling. You know, I mean, even when you just look at what's going on in our in our world today, Mm-hmm. People will really just seek to have an ear, you uh-huh. know, seek to really discuss some things. A lot of the breakdown that we're seeing, we can deal with, but because people bottle things up, there's this, uh-huh. especially in our community, the African American community, that's that stigma of counseling, of you know, um, just seeking, you know, instructional guidance. We run from that, and so I just wanted to know from you guys how important that was, you know, for your life and for your relationship and marriage. Yeah, very important. Yeah. And like I said, like share down with our kids and anything, you know, not only for us, but for them too also, for our kids also. 
So, so growing up, did you guys come from a blended family dynamic, or is this your first blended family experience? I came from a. Um, you gonna talk about first or your man? Okay. I came from a blended family because for my mom and dad got married, they both had a child apiece. Um, so they, I came from a blended family. But once once they got they got married, uh, one sister lived with me without with us, and the other sister lived with the uh, the other parent. So we we was been the family when I came up and everything. But we love we love as one as we still family sisters and everything, sisters and brothers. And so, I so, also so it's it's six of us. Um, oh, yeah, three girls and three boys, my sisters and brothers, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest, and so my brother, me and my one of my brothers, we have the same father. And my sister and brother have a father. My other sister have a father. So it's like four different fathers, you know, in my family. Mm-hmm. So, and um, my mom, she ended up marrying my father. And so, yeah, so it, it was kind of different, you know, um, me being the youngest, didn't really, didn't really, really grow up with them like that. Cause I'm the youngest, they was older than me. You know, I'm trying to play catch up because I'm the youngest. But yeah, when they fathers used to come and get them, and I'm looking like, why nobody come and get me? You know, so I, I still remember some of that stuff, a little bit of it. You know, so yeah, I definitely um have experience that blended family. So, so did that as you guys entered into your own blended family? Did those experience kind of uh, mold some of your ideas as far as how the blended family should work, or uh, did you kind of go in it not really knowing how it was going to play out? Well, yeah, definitely went into it, went into it, not really knowing how it's going to play out, you know, because I didn't know a whole lot about it. Even though I experienced it coming up, I just saw it. It was never talked about in my home. So it wasn't talked about. So I didn't know about it, you know, so I had to go out there, you know, grow up. As you grow every day, you learn different things. I had to, you know, just learn on my own, you know, how blended family was supposed to be, you know, just how family in general um, should be. Mm-hmm. So that's some learning that had to do a lot of um, learning and growth to understand the details on that. I think when we're when we're younger, because I also was in, um, you know, grew up in a blended family. But I think growing up in a blended family back then, we didn't know that we were a blended family. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like a family. It was like, you know, we all sisters and brothers mm-hmm. and you know, we may have you know, a different father or whatever, but we have the same mother. And then my brothers, you know, they had a different father and mother, but their father married my mother. But we didn't know that we were a blended family. We just knew that we were brothers and sisters and we were one family. Yeah. Yeah. When we got married, it was, you know, it was different because although I grew up in a blended family, this whole experience was totally different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's different now. We're hearing a little bit more now about blended families, but back then you didn't hear anything about blended families. You were just brothers and sisters. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how it was. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, we're so passionate about what we do is because the blendedness of the family is getting unnecessary attention. Because Mm -hmm. again, like you said, when you were growing up, we were just family. Just yeah. family. You know, same thing. They were just family. And so a lot of times when you start putting titles on things, you start giving unnecessary attention and it starts taking away from what it really was designed to do is to make family. That's good, exactly. Brandon. Yeah, unnecessary yeah. attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Put this over this in this category and that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so, I, 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 man, I, I, I love it. Do you guys have family meetings? We do. Yes. Yes, we do. First, we didn't have family meeting until our pastor talked about it and everything. And so I stopped putting that together. I said, okay, I'm going to start putting this together. And um, so we were before the, before the pandemic, we was um, having family meetings, stuff like that. Um, but then when the pandemic hit, so now we all spread all over the place. We got, we got, uh, we got a child in New Jersey. We got one in uh, Georgia. I mean, our kids spread all over the place now. Mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. So now we do the chat thing online on the 15th of every month. Okay. So we do the no, chat group now because mm-hmm. we all everywhere. We can't be in the same spot on the 15th or 
or the close to the 15th. It'll be everywhere. So now we'll be on the chat group on the 15th. We all chat and talk to each other. So how they're doing, what's going on in life, how the family doing, stuff like that. If you need anything, you know, we, they, well, if you need anything, let us know. You know, that's not chat time for the family. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's before the 15th. Somebody's want to talk to us privately. Just give us a call. Yeah, but we all have that niche group that no matter what, we are there for you to, to talk to us about anything. Mm-hmm. But the pastor really put that in my heart to doing that on the 15th. So I, I started that. You know, my pastor said, go and do that. So that, that helped me a lot by doing that. Indeed. It, it helped us out as a family mm-hmm. a lot, too. Um, I want to say before that, I mean, it, it was just like it wasn't the whole family that we that used to gather. It was mm-hmm. just my Maybe my girls. Have. You know, because we was in the household together. Mm, You know, basically his sons, you know, wasn't in the household with us. So we did a little family gathering, you know, just for us. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like everybody. So, but I'm glad now we're able to, you know, all of us get together, you know, as a family, you know, and and this like, just talk about what's going on, you know, and if they want to talk to us. And most of the time with my girls, they talk to him, you know, it's like, (laughs) what about me? You know, <laughs> I'm like, so when this happened, you know? It, it kind of works that way sometimes. So, you know, it, it's all good. It kind of works that way. Sometimes. Yeah. I think it's that male figure thing because that's normally how my girls would do as well. Because I had three daughters and he had a son. So mm-hmm. the daughters, my daughters was in the home with us, but his son wasn't. He lived in um, out of state, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. So they do the same thing. They'll usually go to him first before they come to me. I'm the problem answer man. So, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm you know they got an issue about something, that's when they call me. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I learned how to play my role. I'm good with it. I know, right? That's all good, right? <laughs> so, so, let me ask you guys this there's a whole lot of myths concerning blended families. What, what would be from each of you, what would be a myth that you thought about blended families that you know really isn't true now? Um, the step parents look are mean, you know, for once. You know, that that's one. You know, kind of like people think, okay, that's your stepmom, your stepdad. They mean, you know, they don't treat you the same way as they treat their biological, you know, that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's one. Yeah, I would say know? that favoritism. Favoritism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. treat, like I just said, just treating one a certain way, you know, your biological child and not treating your um, yeah. blended, your stepchild another way. So, um, and then we thought about one time um, how when we got together, how it would be, you know, with um, his boys and my girls, like we ain't want no cat fights going on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> how, <laughs> how they want to, you know, greet each other. You know that his they father and I'm they mom. You know, so we was we was you know concerned about that one time too. Because that 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 can be big, especially when you got um, outside influences. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when you got uh, exes that mm-hmm. don't really want to get on board with the program. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, okay, we're no longer together. Let's just wish each other happy lives. But for some, that's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so we, we talk to a lot of people and they like, man, you know, dealing with him, he crazy. <laughs> or dealing with her, you know? <laughs> so it's interesting when you hear people that can work it, you know what I'm saying? That because it can work. Yeah, it it yeah. really can. Yeah. Yeah. It really can. It really can. And one of his sons didn't even come to our wedding. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them was like in station somewhere. He was stationed out yeah. of or out of the yeah. country or something. So yeah. we understood one, you know, his one of his son's um situation, but the one that was local, he didn't even come. Everything uh-huh. was paid for. He just yeah. had to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't come. And yeah, he took that kind of hard, I guess, since dad getting remarried again. And he and uh, he's my oldest son. And uh he took it kind of hard. I guess he wasn't ready for that change. But now he, he he's accepted anything. So he's he's on board now. But the uh <laughs> And that's normal. We we hear a lot of people that have that type of experience. You know, it's like somebody's coming in to replace. And I've all I I was the one that said, "Listen, I'm not coming to replace. I'm coming to add." Hey, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I remember uh, I sat with the girl's dad, and I was like, because at first 
we didn't have a lot of tension, but there was some. Mm-hmm. And I pulled him to the side. I said, listen, man, I'm not here to replace you. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. I just, I'm just honored that you would allow me to assist you in helping them become the women that they're supposed to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And after we had that conversation, things just took off from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. You know, and, and so we tell people have that type of conversation because you're not there to replace. You can't replace. You can't. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But you can assist. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm glad, you know what I'm saying, that, that you guys were able to maneuver that and, and get to that place because it's important. Absolutely. It's important. Absolutely. It took a little time, you know, and we're still working on it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely going to take some time. So it's not going to mm-hmm. happen overnight. So, but we know how to nurture it now. You know, oh, yeah, definitely. You do better, you do better. You know, so yeah. it's definitely getting much better. Because yeah, we we went through that with, with my son. You know, because my, my son always heard that somebody took me away from from him. Mm-hmm. That, you know, what I'm saying that I love somebody else's kids more than I love him. Mm-hmm. And so I had to battle years of dude. That's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I love you. And yeah. so I, I get it, man. It, it can be challenging. Yeah. It you know can. But now the relationship is beautiful. <laughs> you know, them two more than me and him text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I even had an incident one time that um, one of his sons said, you ain't my mama. Oh, yeah. The youngest one. Yeah. And I said, I don't want to be. I said it before I knew it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been thinking. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're going to be thinking all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, I don't want to be. You know, then I had to like catch myself, you know, and then actually like explain, you know, to him, you know, no, I, I'm definitely, you know, not your mom, you know, but I married your father and I hope we definitely can get along in this process. You know, mm-hmm. I, I said, oh, why did I say that? I'm like, what came over me? You know, <laughs> so, so, so when you said that, was that that hood part of South Carolina? That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. So I said, what came over me? The, head, the neck rolling, like, I don't want to be, you know, so, Oh my goodness. <laughs> How old was he at the time when he said that? Yeah, 15, 16? Yeah, maybe 14 or something yeah. like that. Okay. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to bring it back. I had to bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what what would you say um would have been maybe one or two of the greatest challenges that you all have faced in blending your families? Well, for me, <clears throat> it has to been the girls because I had four boys, had four sons. Now I got to take on this role, also be a father to two, well, three girls now. But the other one was she was already gone and gone, so I really didn't know too much about the other one. But the other ones, they was kind of young. So and they their father wasn't ready to end their life. So then then, then I had to okay, then I have to, I have four sons. Now I know I gotta treat my, Melissa's daughter the same way as I treat my sons. And I I wanna show no favoritism, nothing like that. And I treat them all in the same way. I love them all, love them all, all her kids the same way. Um, but it was a little challenge for me for, at the beginning for the girls. Cause I never had girls, and I now how to deal with girls. You know, yeah. oh, Lord, I started praying. I need some help with girls because I, I didn't know if my girls did anything. Because like boys, just put on some jeans and tissue, and let's go. You know, we got to go. You know, but girls say no, it's a little different than that. You know, so, uh, that was girls a, get all in their feelings and yes, stuff. Yes, you know, all the feelings and they're like okay, yeah, okay, I got to stuff. Like, okay, because their father wasn't really in their lives and anything, so I had to be a father to them. Um, to them, so I had to show them the way hey, I love your mother, I'm gonna love the same way I love me. I was telling them I love you, I love you all the same way I love my sons and, I, and your mother. And I had to show them that, not just tell them that, also I'm showing them that too, and they see it. And they came around to us, okay, he do love us, he do, he do love us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that took some time for me for us to bond together that way for girls, anything. Yeah. And then on me, like I said, his sons wasn't, you know, in the same household as we were. So, like I say, when I used to try to talk to them, that I like, I didn't know if they were just quiet or they just didn't want to talk to me or what. You know, I was definitely trying to make conversation. That's just, you know, who I am. You know, it's like they didn't want to give me, you know, no conversation back. But I didn't let that stop me, though. They were checking you, you out. Know? Okay. <laughs> they was trying to see if I was real yeah, or not. Yeah, check you out. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. 
I said, your son's quiet. They just don't want to talk to me yeah, one. I didn't know which one it was. <laughs> they were trying to see, well, did she really love my dad or what? <laughs> yeah. The challenges wasn't really bad, you know. It wasn't no really bad challenges that we went through with that. And, and now, how do we got so bond together, her daughters, they'll come to me first before they come to her. But for anything. I said, uh, yeah, well, it's, like a, it's like a 180, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I said, hey, we're not going to, we're not going to Moscow to dad. He, 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 he was going to dad first. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Because they got, they got you in the palm of their hand. That's what yeah. that is. <laughs> right, right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, as you guys, because again, you know, we haven't really talked about personally, you know, all that you guys do. But in, in your successes, how much does gratefulness play where you are in life right now? Gratefulness. It re- gratefulness, you know, we're grateful for everything that we have. Everything we have belongs to God, you know. So it motivates me, you know, being grateful. And that's how we show our gratefulness, you know, through our success with our business, you know, our family, you know, because that gratefulness is having something that we never had before, it is give you that motivation, you know, make you want more, make you appreciate things better. You know, growing up, I didn't have, we have nothing. Living in a three-room house in South Carolina, not three bedrooms, three rooms, you know, <laughs> three rooms, you know, I had to cut the wood and stuff. You know, this is like, to me, this is like in the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the 80s, I mean, going to the front um, in the front yard, going to the well, getting water, had an outhouse in the back. Used to be so embarrassed. You know, it's like, yeah, so every little thing that I get, everything, I appreciate the smallest things ever. Everything. I appreciate everything. So. And, and I like to add on to that because I, I look at a family thing. I look at like kids and I say, you know, how grateful are, are, are they doing? What are they doing in their lives? Mm-hmm. You know, are, are, are they prospering in their lives? Things like that. And I, that that that's what I, I think about a lot. Say, well, they they working, they taking care of themselves. They they're not in trouble. They're not in the graveyard. You know, I'm so grateful for that. You know, mm-hmm. what are they doing in their life to to prosper anything? Because uh, family to me, as I get older, is very important. You know, it's very important. I didn't think I was that when I was younger, <laughs> but as I get older, it, it's very important to me. It's, it's like it's my heart thing now, you know. So that's it's creating memories yeah, yeah. every moment. Every moment counts. And, and, and I ask that question because, you know, I, just hearing a little bit of you guys' story, even before now, I, I, I knew that you came from very humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. And, and so to to live in the house that you guys live in now, mm-hmm. you, you, you're definitely not going to the, our house now, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know what I'm it's, it's so <laughs> I have a few choices now. It comes from those type of beginnings and to live the life that you guys are living now is just so awesome mm-hmm. and and i love the way you guys do it because if people knew who you were and, and how you've been blessed you don't come off with that that air of i'm not gonna say arrogance but that air of superiority mm-hmm. uh, 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 great to be around you, you're very humble um easy to approach and so that that's that shows me the gratefulness yeah yes that shows me the gratefulness. And, you know, I mean, Gov talking about Rocky Mount, you know, I should live right on Tiffany Boulevard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gardeners. So, you know, I know Rocky Mount. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, to, to live the life that we're living now is just phenomenal. And so, I just wanted to get you guys take on the, that role of gratefulness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So grateful. So grateful. Yeah. yeah if people knew how you live now, they would think you probably always had that. Oh no, no. Probably. no they no. they yeah. probably do, but yeah, this yeah, yeah, this like say when we every day I get up, I go through blessing the house. Mm-hmm. I have to talk to my father. This, I mean, I I can't get enough. You know, it's like I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for what I see. You know, what he's allowed us to have while we're on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I want to take care of. I want to do right by him. You know, it's just. 
a good feeling when you can get up and just see what God has blessed you with, that he's allowing you to have, while, mm-hmm. like I said, while we're on this earth, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, and I, I just want to, like, show others that it can be done, you know? You, and I ask God every day to humble my heart, every day to humble my heart. So, and he's doing just that for me. And I'm just so, so thankful, so grateful. Yes. And I let me ask you this, hey girl, let me ask you this. Do you think that I mean, because I mean, you guys are rocking and rolling. Do you think that that trajectory took off after you blended, or did it? Was it taken off beforehand? Um, I think it took off after we blended, after we got together and everything, and we sit down and talk what we want in life. What is, what is our vision in life? What we want? Where we want to start? Where we start at? What we want to? Um, Finish that like that's that's what I think we have to be happening after we got together and everything. But I I can say before he met me, he already had a vision lined up anyway yeah, for yeah, him yeah. before mm-hmm. he met me because he kind of like got me into getting my vision together, mm-hmm. you know. And then we you know got together, so he already had a vision of even where he wanted to live when he retired. You know, he was already working on that vision. Okay, you know, and just leaving leaving the family something. You know, leaving our family something. So he already, you know, that was yeah, like before, yeah, baby, because yeah. you already had that vision when I met you. You yeah. said you wanted to move to um, Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, was already paying on the land before <laughs> you met me. Mm-hmm. You know, so he already had this vision out before I came in the picture where he wanted to be when he retired. Mm-hmm. You know, and hey, but listen, I bet you his house didn't look like that before you came. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got that far yet. No, it's funny you say that, Brandon. A little quick um, story behind that because he was already, you know, playing on land, like I said, before he met me and knowing where he wanted to be at, you Mm -hmm. know, he retired and land was paid for, finally, thank God. And that wasn't the place that we that we are now, that God intended us to be right now, that where we have where we live at now. That's not the place, you know, the vision that he had, because the land that we had, the owner wanted to buy it back you know it'll be like a little eight eight houses or something ten houses on a you know a development mm-hmm. gated whatever the owner started building and i guess he changed his mind he didn't want to sell no, no more spots on there so but we had all you know already had finished paying for hours so he made us an offer that we had to pray about it first and we couldn't <laughs> refuse it i mean giving yeah. us double double or triple we paid pay for, for it that's a blessing now. You know, I'm like, okay, so I guess this we don't have to do this. We can go somewhere else now, yeah. you know, and then went somewhere else and still found our dream home, you know? So that was a blessing right there. So how easy was it for you to fit into the vision he already had um, before you guys question. got together? Good question. Yeah, that is a good question. So I know by me being from South Carolina, I always wanted to go back to the Carolinas. I know DC was not going to be my home. I didn't want to get tangled up in that, you know, because I always thought I stood out anyway, you know, with my, you no, know, with my humbleness. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when I first moved, I was like, these people are so mean. I said, I don't speak to that. Don't smile at you, you know, and that, that's not my character. Ain't nobody going to make me step into that character either, you know? So that was like really like great. That was amazing. You know, when he told me his vision, what he wanted to do. And I was like, cool, I definitely can do that. You know, I didn't hesitate at all by mm-hmm. agreeing with him, coming to the agreement with him on that. Wonderful, wonderful. So his his whole vision that he had, you it was easy for you to just fall right into pretty much everything that he had laid out. Absolutely, it was mm-hmm. easy. Like I said, cause I didn't wanna stay in the, the um, DC area. Anyway, I want. I always want to go some back close to the Carolinas, and like I said, it was so easy. And I started making my plans and my visions as well, you know, because I know where we was going, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. has it been easy to translate from DC to the Carolinas? Has that been an easy translation? Not for me, because I think I'm originally from Carolina, so all my family there. I was. I was I was born in Washington, but I was raised in North Carolina. So every time we get a chance, we was in I was in Carolina, and so that transition was for me was very easy. You know, um, now for the kids, 
Now kids don't, they don't like to show us. <laughs> yeah, the kids, that's another story. You know. Yeah, that's, that's the, yeah, the one that's living with us now, she's making plans to go back to D.C. Now. Yeah, yeah. She, she wants to go back home to D.C. That's her home, D.C. <laughs> it's funny because we've been in Carolina for about five years. Really? I'm going to tell you guys, I I was like, I, I couldn't take it. It was hard for me <laughs> because I'm a city boy. Uh, and so as much as I love peace and quiet, I remember we were there for a year and a half before I first heard a fire truck. I had a <laughs> Yeah. When you grow up in the city, a fire truck, a police car, that's yep. you constantly hearing sirens and stuff going on. Uh -huh. None of that. And so when I first heard it, I was like, okay, something drastic is going on down this place. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I understand your daughter. Trust me. What about you, Madeline? Uh no, I, I grew up in the um in the country. I'm originally from Charlottesville, Virginia. So I love the country life mm -hmm. now. I did not really care for a Rocky Mount though. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't care for Rocky Mount, but I love the country. But I felt the same way you felt when I moved to this area from um, down south, because I'm a lot different than the people too. Like I would speak to people, and you know, not knowing because down there you wave at people, you speak, to people that you don't know, but everybody speaks. Everybody is welcome. And it was totally different when I moved here. I would speak to people and they wouldn't speak. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A whole new experience for me. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So no, I um I love South. I really do. Yeah. So so let me ask you guys this. Since since we already on, on that platform, how important is vision? Ooh. Ooh, how, especially with the blended family, how important is vision? Mm. That's very uh, that's very important. Mm. To me, without a vision, you don't know where you're going. You're lost. You're just, you're just out there going anywhere. And so I, I try to set a vision starting from January to December. You know, and I start out, and I try to like check myself every month, make sure I'm on, I'm on course. Like here's mm -hmm. that's April. And I got to check myself from, from January to April. Has that met my goal for vision? Like, for example, finances could be one of the vision. My health could be one of the vision. And where the family's going at, it could be part of my vision. So I, I check every, at least every month or every quarter to see where we are, I'm on the right track. So by in December come, have I, have I reached that goal? And if I didn't, I can say, where did I miss the market? Where did I miss it? That's some along the way. But by doing every month or every quarter, I can check myself, see if I'm on course mm -hmm. for, for the vision for the family. Yeah. And that's vision for me is very important. It's, it's you gotta say every 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 male person who has a family gotta have a vision. You know, you don't use laws, you just out there doing whatever and whatever, you know. So it's very it's very important. Yeah, and this helped us since we know a lot about it. We helped our kids with it. Mm -hmm. Just like my mm -hmm. daughter wanted to go back to DC, like as I mentioned. So we helping her to get there. You know, mm -hmm. you gotta have this amount of money. You gotta have like six months saved up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You gotta have this in the bank. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get your job and all. You know, we the vision, you know, we just passing it down, you know, to our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we we showing them how is it, we telling them, we showing them, you know, we trying to direct them in the right path to, mm -hmm. you know, to get their own vision. And, and that's huge because a lot of times, you know, people enter into family relationships not really having a game plan. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. so not really, okay, what do I want to accomplish? What do I want us to accomplish? Uh, how long should it take us to accomplish now? Of course, life may throw some things at you that will try to get you off course. If you ultimately have that vision, you'll always end up where you need to be at. Yes, 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 yes. You know, like like what we're doing now, this was something that this is a part of my vision. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. We we were literally doing this guys our first year merge. Really? Wow. Okay, wow. Okay. Now it was just 23 years later. 23 years later, we're doing what I was telling her we were gonna be doing mm -hmm. back then. Okay. All right, cool. And, and I, so, love I love that. You know, I love that. Go, go ahead, but you got anything you want to? 
Uh, no, I had saw another question I wanted to ask. Okay, what's um, an actionable nugget that you can share with mm. people that they can use right now to bring increase and promotion in their blended family? I would have to say uh, what our pastor talked about is God pay and honor thing. That that's so very important, you know. Oh, yeah. We talked mm-hmm. about that, and that's like wow. That that that, that God paying honor, honor, you know, just like unconditional, yeah. unconditionally love, and no mm-hmm. matter what, you know, and, and honor one of each other, and respect one another, and like that, you know, love one another. That that, that God paying honor is like, like a whole nother level, and so I advise every blended family to to check that out. Just just check it out. You know, that's best practice that. Yeah. Practice mm-hmm. that in your daily life. Yes. You know, that's something you can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's always a win situation with that agape and um, the honor. Yes. You know, and, and you can say it, but sh- sh- let me let me see some fruit behind it. Show it and anything, you know. Yeah. So that, that's 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 extremely important, important, important to, to, to the blended family. Vitally important. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I love that because that I think that's one of the missing links in, in the family especially the blended family dynamic is that a cop and honor mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? because we, we, we aren't teaching to honor each other, to love each other. You know what I'm saying? To regardless of what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For each other. And so that, that is, that's huge, man. I, I like that. Good. Yeah. That's very important. Huge. So what you got, Miss Melissa? So what I got. <laughs> oh yeah. With my husband, like I said, that cafe and, and honor. You know, like I said, always a win-win situation. Always. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what what is I mean, I don't want to like turn the interview on you all, you know. What I mean, because I said we can learn from each other. You know, my my ears always open. You know, you're never too old or too young to learn. I'm always, you know, have a, like ready for growth. You know, I'm mm-hmm. always in the learning mode, you know. So what um actionable word would y'all use for um Blended families. I think for me, one of the most important things is um, communication and not just between the, um, you know, the the parents, but also Mm -hmm. the kids, um, Mm -hmm. allowing them also to have a voice and to create a space like a safe space where you all can come together and discuss anything and there's no repercussions. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing that's going to come behind whatever is being said at that moment. Everybody's able to get out what they feel um, because I know that was one of our like a problems. Challenge. That was a you challenge. Know, yeah, mm-hmm. challenge problems when um, you know the kids were younger because uh, for one, we didn't really allow them to have a voice. Well, they had a voice when it was just me and them, but mm-hmm. when we got married, they no longer had a voice. So, you know, that created, you know, a lot of problems on. So I think that communication and creating a safe space for everybody to be able to say, you know, and of course, with with respect and showing that, you know, honor and agape during that time, but Mm -hmm. just everybody to say what they feel, you know, their challenges, what they're going through, their thoughts and leave everything right there after you resolve it and it's not brought up again unless they bring it up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's good. Mm-hmm. It's good to say because our seven kids got so many different personalities. Oh, yeah. Outspoken, you know, and and I, I I let them speak. I never like well actually when they were smaller, like I said, like like you said, when I was a single mom of three by myself, I was like, don't say that. Don't be saying that, you know. And I'm like, what am I trying to stop them from saying what's on their mind? You know, I, you know, I say when you know better, you do better. You Absolutely. Know? I was looking at what my mom did to us and thought that was right. And not, not, uh, no disrespect is my mom. She definitely did a great job on us, but it is time changes. You got to keep up mm-hmm. generation, you mm-hmm. know, with different kids. You can't treat one child like you treat the other child. You know, yeah. that's my opinion. You mm-hmm. know, it's a different approach. You know, my daughters uh, say something like my, 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 about my youngest daughter. Well, Ma, you didn't let us do this. You let her do that. And I'm like, it's she is different. You're different. <laughs> I mean, even twins are not the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. a different approach to each child, a different way. 
you know, and raise them. So that's just like my opinion. So, but yeah, I was like, you know, like, don't say that. But now it's like, say what you want to say. I want to hear it. You know, mm -hmm. ain't nothing going to be held against you. Just say it. Say what's on your mind, you know, because they helped me out as, you know, because I'm still, like I said, I'm still growing. I'm, st I'm still a parent, you know, I'm, I'm still, um, what was that? Um, what the discussion about the family about being a parent and Bible study that, yeah, it was a Wednesday night Bible study. That was like, are, are you still a parent? Or are you in season? Are you seasoned? seasonal? Are, are you um? Are you a parent? Or are you seasoned? Parent or seasoned? I don't know if y'all missed but Wednesday night Bible That's study about parenting being a seasonal parent. You know, but we are parent. Oh, parenting. Yeah. If you have a child, you're definitely a parent. Well, you're a parent. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Because you're, you're supposed to train them up, yeah. train a child up in the way. Yeah. yeah. You know, so but you still a parent because you had a child. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely understand, um, Madeline. Um, what you saying about you? You know how you didn't want them to say nothing, then you know just let them talk, have the freedom of speech, and say what they want to say. Mm -hmm. You know. And I think I think for me, my 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 biggest um my my biggest takeaway or nugget that I could pass on to anybody is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because there 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 may be some things, and I'm not gonna say there're gonna be some things because they may not. But there may be some things that you experience in this blended family dynamic that can really uproot everything. Mm. And if you're not quick enough to repent and apologize, you're gonna lose it. Yeah. 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 You know, I remember, you know, I was I was real young when we when we got married. You know, I was 24, 25. I mean, I was I was dumb. <laughs> you know, I was really like I was clueless. Yeah. Well, a lot of decisions and choices that I made early on was just off and wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I never forget one time I, I was in Rocky Mount. Okay. Uh, yeah. Driving, I'm like, okay, God, I, this this ain't working. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why is life like this? Mm. And he was clear, like, you gotta go to your family, man, and, and repent. Mm. I mean, and not like a corporate thing, you gotta go to each and every individual. And apologize for your thoughts and your actions and your words. Mm -hmm. Then I had to start with Madeline. I went to Madeline. Then I had to go to the girls, and I went to the girls. And I remember, I mean, with each and every one of them, I mean, crying like a baby because I was blowing it. Yeah. You know, and I knew I could win, but I was losing bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I tell people, man, humble yourself. Yep. Humble. Yep. Don't, don't, be, you know, don't be so big. You can't go to, especially your kids. Yeah. Don't mm -hmm. be big. You can't go to your kids and say, I was wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know I, I remember, I mean, like my relationship with the girls now are like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> I mean, they knew from day one they were my babies, but I didn't always act like they were my babies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So, but now they know, and, and they all 30 some years old now. So it's not like they're little kids. Right, okay. right. No. Yeah. You know, and so that that that's my nugget to give. Okay, okay, okay. Good, good. And I also want to bring up too, um, I don't know if y'all had access this anytime before, but um I was thinking of how at first when me and governor had um when we first got married, his son had um was bring, trying to bring his mom in the situation. Mm -hmm. And and me, a humble, open heart, willing to accept everybody. But some people, you just cannot <laughs> accept. I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do whatever. But when you see it's like it's causing you a lot of disturbance, you know, you just have to pray for them and let them go. You, you, you can't, like, just try to bring them in and have peace. It's not going to work because they don't want peace. You know, you can want two different things. Um, so I just remember one time that his son had asked um, him, governor, to come over to, um, I don't know if it was Thanksgiving, some kind of holiday, to come over for breakfast or something. Him, not not, not us together, you know. Mm -hmm. And I said, I, I'm going I'm to see how you're going to handle this. I'm, I'm going to see how you're going to handle this. I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> you do this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, just him. Like, he would say it, us. I mean, I still probably wouldn't have went, you know, but because mm -hmm. I, I, I tried to reach out before and, and it didn't, you know, work. They That person just don't want to be bothered. It's just too bitter, for grudges, holding grudges. I just cannot. 
you know, connect. So I'm, I'm like this, this praying, sitting back, keeping my distance, you know, being alert, got my eyes open, but just mm -hmm. like my distance and praying for that. So mm -hmm. I, cause I didn't did, you know what I got to do. And I mean, like I said, but, um, but yeah, so he, he handled the situation, um, very well, you know, and he, and then also when he did, he let his son know that we are together, yes. you know, know him coming mm -hmm. over there mm -hmm. is, is us, mm -hmm. you know, so. And and I, I like that. I like how he handled that. So. Yeah, because Gov Gov real Gov Gov like I call Gov the 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 uh, the, the silent assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, that is so good. <laughs> I, I tell my wife all the time. I, I'm a I am a student of people. Mm -hmm. I'm like that my entire life. I study people. Yeah. And, and I always watch Gov because he real laid back and. That that type of cat right there, <laughs> David Bannon. You don't want to get him angry. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon. Oh, you, yeah, you do deserve them real good. Yeah, it's fun. I be hearing his coworkers saying, um, "Do Gov get mad? He don't never let us see." Us. They be saying it at work all these years, thirty something years. They be saying the same thing. He's real laid back. When I tell you, he made me more of a laid back person by me watching his actions. You know, I used to get mad about every little thing, you know, and I said, why am I getting mad? Let me just calm down and be looking old before my time, you know, so let me just calm down. But he taught me patience a whole lot. He taught me a lot of things and patience was definitely one of them, you know, just like just calm down and just be yeah. humble. So he definitely, I definitely can say he yeah. really taught me that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, let me take back a little bit. Uh, when I think about that a lot, when people get you upset and mad out your character, that means they had a lot of control over you. Yep. And, and I, I said, you're not to control me. Mm -hmm. Only God control me. So mm -hmm. I don't let people that small stuff and stuff get to me. And they had no people have a humble heart or anything. So I don't let people get, have control over me at all. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't try. I didn't try to push his button because yeah. I was. I was going to see him go there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 oh, my. Listen, God. Listen. We we are out of time. Listen. We we're gonna see if we can get you guys back on if you will allow us to uh, get you back for one more segment because this has just been a blessing. I mean, okay. just hearing you guys because I want to get more into your story um, because. You guys are just, I mean, so successful in in, in life. Mm -hmm. And people need to know that you can win in this blended family dynamic. Absolutely. It can give you everything that you want out of it and more. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at, you know, like you guys said, you were on the move before, but then when you came together, man, that, 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 that oneness has yep. held you guys to do some things you probably never even thought you would be able to do. Absolutely, Brandon. You're right. So I want to. We want to get you guys back on um, at a latter date. Madeline, she reach out to you, Melissa, and y'all can schedule that. Okay. And, uh, we'll get you going. But um, go ahead, baby. Go ahead. No. Um, check your calendars for the twentieth, April twentieth. Let me know if you guys are free on that day. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll definitely reach out to you. I'll okay. Yeah. Wonderful. So, okay, guys, um, you can reach us via email at weareablendedfamily at gmail.com. And our website is in the blender ministries.com. Tune at 8 to 9 p.m. on WJMS radio for a replay of this segment. You can also catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube for this broadcast. And we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in on tonight. We want to thank the Latsons for joining us and sharing um, part of their story. They haven't told the whole story yet. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I'll send some comments in, you know, so we can get them back in a couple of weeks with us. But we really um, appreciate you guys for um, accepting our invite. Um, we love you guys dearly, and we definitely look forward to the another interview with you all. All right. Yes. You're, you're also, you're an author as well, right, Melissa? What's that again? You're an author as well, right? Yes, a co-author, yes. Yes, yes. So we want, yes. we want to talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. Arthur is next. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Co-author and author's next. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we thank you guys for joining us. And until next time, be blessed. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to the dynamic broadcast of In the Blender with Brandon and Madeline Hyman. WJMS Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. See, we keep it real. We always gonna keep it real. You can't knock what's real. You know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man.